0: Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now... Onto the show, helping you navigate the Disney parks, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney mm. and Doug. Before we get into today's show, we need yes. to say that uh, our wives have uh-huh. left us uh, abandoned, abandoned completely. Not forever. They are on vacation right now. We are living the bachelor lifestyle. Oh, with kids,
1: but with kids is the caveat there. Yeah, they both left on Saturday, and they got home when this airs on Wednesday. So they're already home when you're listening to this. But we're recording it both. We a are surviving drive. it,
0: Doug. Not it recording.
1: Was, it was a head above water type of night at times. A literally, bit. as I was working on a drain. But you had bigger issues. Your Sick house. kids and
0: everything. My wife is actually at Walt Disney World right now with my daughter Olivia celebrating her eighth birthday. So you'll be hearing a special bonus episode come Monday ish with her on it. They did Dapper Days and a lot of the winter stuff, so that'll be really cool. But yeah, and and where'd Michelle go, Doug?
1: She went on the inaugural selling of the Norwegian Encore. Brand new ship. Um similar to the bliss if you know norwegian ships has go-karts laser tag all kinds of nonsense so she's on there with uh one other agent and alex who you know from the show they're checking that out they sell other things in disney crazy right? but yeah lots of norwegian and so uh, they got to go to great stirrup k today which is their private island. I saw Um,
0: some really cool pictures. We'll have to have Michelle on for sure sure. down the road to talk about that.
1: Talk about some of the other cruising options beyond just cruising with the mouse, I guess. But, yeah, they abandoned us, Derek.
0: They did. We should have hung out a lot more. We're hanging out this following weekend. I did see you at a basketball game, but uh, we need to hang out more for sure when our wives leave us alone.
1: And to do that, we have a little bit of announcement We finally have some official dates to say. The Rope Drop
0: Radio Disney trip is coming. We've been saying June 2020. Doug, what are the official days while I write them down?
1: So while you pencil this in, Derek, June of 2020, June 4th through the 7th. So it is a Thursday through a Sunday. Uh, we will be there. We don't know where we're staying yet because it's possible our travel agent books us one place and then moves us somewhere. It
0: does Depending happen.
1: on whether we make her happy or mad. We'll, uh, if so we hopefully do you things, got a bunch of those goes honey.
0: you got to do a lot of the honeybee <sighs> list right and now. I've
1: been trying. I've been trying while she's gone. And if we make her angry, then, well, we have a campsite available.
0: We'll share a tent, and I'll hear yep. you snore.
1: The whole wilderness fort wilderness will hear me snore michelle that be- i
0: know you're listening to this episode let's go one above the tent at all at least, costs but at least yeah i'm above. excited for our next yeah. rope drop radio trip and we're inviting all of our listeners if they're down around or in the area to come meet up with us and we will do some something together we yeah, don't know we'll, yet we'll,
1: we'll figure- plan some things something each day uh meet up wise uh we'll try to plan something fun something boring something interesting you know, one of those topics.
0: Sounds Some good. Bit. I can't wait. I'm ready for a little vacation after this little uh, weekend without wives yeah, vacation that we've had.
1: See, this this weekend is what allows us to have our weekend and allows us to invite you rope droppers to come hang out with us for a weekend.
0: Can't wait. All right. And uh, now that we got that under the belt, thank you, by the way, to our wives who are having a great time and letting us go on a rope drop radio trip. We love you guys, but we can't wait for you to be back.
1: Absolutely not soon enough.
0: And other people that we love is our Patreons. Today, as we record, it's National Patreon Day. And so thank you. We have 26 amazing Patreons. No new ones this week to announce. But seriously, thank you so much from Doug and I for supporting the show, for getting free swag bonus episode. Doug, you and I are going to be talking about The Mandalorian a little bit in the bonus episode this week.
1: There really are quite a few. I mean, we've been doing it over a year, so there's at least 50-some um patreon Hey, over a year we've been doing patreon i'll have to look that
0: up somewhere around but there's
1: a lot of bonus episodes on there some of them really good some of them probably really bad depending on your taste but there's something for everybody
0: hey next week my daughter is going to do a patreon episode with the trip that she's on right now for her eighth birthday so no bonus episode she's going directly to patreon because she's that amazing
1: that amazing she does like to talk
0: yeah it might be a 30 minute long patreon episode but if you want to hear that you're gonna have to uh support the show and of course free swag free episodes and just a huge thank you plus i love that our patreons are all kind of communicating and Mm. and doing things together and even meeting down there in fact i think my wife met one of our patreons while she was down there uh this last week
1: so, yep, that's awesome. Thank you very much, Patrons.
0: All right, and be sure to continue to keep leaving Apple Podcast reviews. We'll get into those again next week. But, Doug, we have a lot to talk about because we have not talked about news in a while. No. We need to get into some Disney news.
1: Yeah, so Disney news, uh, first thing off is the NBA experience. I don't know how many people have been to it. The word is Not many. Is it even on your radar, Derek?
0: I went. I went inside. I did not even participate. I took Olivia and Declan, and I actually went with the intention of doing it. And. It was ridiculously expensive. I don't know, 30 yeah. some dollars for adult, $20 yep. for kids. And so I looked at the math. I was like, this does not make sense. Yeah, I think you're rounding
1: do. down on those I prices. know.
0: I, I was. But it was yeah. just like $100 altogether. No, I wasn't going to do it to shoot some free throws and do some other things. We're not yeah. big NBA fans. But, Doug, I did have the intention of doing it when I was there.
1: So I think the target audience is pretty small for this. I think... Alden is like their perfect target audience because it's like sports science. You do a few things. They measure your metrics. You get some feedback, which is really cool for a 12-year-old boy that plays basketball. For somebody that never plays basketball or watches it, it's absolutely not anything you need to go to. So finally, there's an annual pass discount that has been offered. And now there's a discount if you have like a four-day hopper or a three-day ticket, something like that. You can also get a discount. So look for, as of the time we record, there's just those two discounts, but I expect more discounts to be coming. Kind of like how when you book a package, you get like the mini golf thing or some other nonsense that's not really worth much. I wouldn't be surprised to see like one ticket to the NBA experience show up for your party of four type of day
0: vacation. Get a free day at NBA.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's really cool what it is. My wife and my son, they'll love it. My daughters, not so much. So we may venture to the void while Alden and Michelle do the NBA experience.
0: I'll go to the void with you.
1: Yeah, that, the void would be way, way better in my opinion. All right, so there you go. Discounts, finally. It took them a while, but um, discounts. Uh, next news, let's let's do this one next. The Christmas decorations are up and around the parks, and there's some new ones that I'm kind of excited to, to see at Animal Kingdom. What do you think of those, Derek? Have you seen much of those?
0: I saw the ones in Pandora. Really like, just very uh-huh. basic. But uh, my wife took some pictures and sent them to me. And they also got some animals, kind of mm-hmm. some Christmas animals, wintery wintery animals. It's 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 basically like a puppet type yeah. thing but it's really cool my daughter who's eight loved it and we put a, a video on our instagram actually on our uh story so if you got to check that out awesome but yeah i, I think it's cool stuff it's better than what animal kingdom has done you know nothing so until better now. than nothing yeah better
1: than nothing. sometimes something is not always better than so- nothing i mean that is that is possible. true in some cases but when
0: it comes to christmas decorations in disney you yeah. want more than less
1: like, Animal Kingdom used to be really good. They Camp Mini Mickey had great Christmas decorations. And the parade changed into a Christmas parade. It did. I and remember so, that. so that's a shame that it's been gone so long. Glad it's getting back. They do something on the Tree of Life as well. A lot of people are kind of up in arms about Christmas and Pandora. Like, the Navi don't celebrate Christmas. Like, well, the Navi aren't celebrating Christmas. You got to remember, it's like expats that live on Pandora and are colonizing. Like if you go on vacation to somewhere where there is not Christmas celebrated, you're still going to celebrate Christmas on Christmas. If that's what you do,
0: the Navi are still making money off of this somehow, sure. by yeah. selling, you know, some knockoff Navi Santas. I don't know. That's just what expats end up having anyway. That's right.
1: what I am disappointed Christmas decoration wise. I think it's pretty much the same at all the other parks. Not much has changed. Um, but one thing I was kind of hoping to see now that it's canon is life day decorations at, uh, Batuu, since they mentioned that in the Mandalorian, it's canon now, Derek. It is. We now have Star Wars version of Christmas in canon. So there's no reason it's not showing up in Batuu.
0: But it doesn't really give an in-depth of Christmas trees, lights, presents. Give it time,
1: Doug. It's whatever Batu wants to make it at this point, to sell things, Derek. They really should have been on the ball here.
0: Yeah, hopefully down the road we do something more. I think they're still trying to figure out two out. December 5th, the big new attraction, Rise of the Resistance, comes mm-hmm. out. But, yeah, no no holiday decor in there yet.
1: Yeah. Um, also, speaking of Rise of the Resistance coming out, if you're going to be down there when Rise of the Resistance come out, uh, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook. I will be down there um in line for eight gazillion hours. So it'd be nice to chat to any listeners. Anywho, speaking of the Mandalorian, Disney Plus, Derek, how Disney have you Plus. have you been watching some?
0: Well, it's been out for one week and
1: I gotta say between Did did you cancel your one week trial?
0: No. I, I pre bought three years in advance, Doug. Yeah, it's like the five dollars a month for me.
1: Yeah, the internet's freaking out about more people are Googling how to cancel Disney Plus than Netflix. Like, well, yeah, there was a big one-week trial. Guess what? It's a week later, and people want to cancel it because they, I don't know. Binge Evidently don't everything love I, things. I, I, I don't I don't know why, I, don't know why but... I will tell
0: you what Doug I have had it for one week and I'm kind of glad that there's not a thing like on my Nintendo switch I can see how much I've spent on different video games that I play or my kids mm-hmm. play yeah that's and I'm glad that there's not a thing like that on Disney plus because I think I'd be concerned it's pretty much on 24/7 in our house uh, depending on what kid is watching it or adult and yeah, it's it's been a wonderful thing for us, and I look forward to many more years because I pre-bought three of enjoying it. And yes, I've watched the Mandalorian, and I can't so, wait to talk to you about that in the after show.
1: Other than the Mandalorian, which has been fabulous, um, what else have you still, liked? Jeez, fabulous! I mean, Sharpay says it a lot. Been watching some High School Musical. Anyway, what what other than the Mandalorian have you been watching, Derek?
0: Uh, it's more what my kids have been watching. Okay. So we've been watching a lot of the older shows. I do, uh, I did sit down with my boys with my wife and daughter out of town. We watched, um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Mm -hmm. Darkwing Duck. So it's been really good to relive my childhood, which I've really enjoyed and now get to live you know, with them at another point of it. Just, I, I, it's just great. Uh, I look forward to getting into Gargoyles and other things with them as well as they get a little bit older. Uh, My kids have loved watching some of the old Pixar films that we do not own, like Monsters Mm -hmm. University, Cars 3, so they've enjoyed it quite a bit. My sons have actually loved watching all the old Mickey Mouse things, so Steamboat Willie and uh, Pluto when Chip and Dale were introduced, and Christmas things, so we've been watching, we watched the Three Cabaneros, the original 1950 give or take don't quote me on that yeah uh and so it's been really fun to relive a lot of old disney as well with it but yeah it's just been constantly on in the background i know my daughter loves having jesse and all those uh i don't know uh disney shows that the, I don't the disney
1: watch. shows my children watched when they were yes, on the air exactly She's yep. reliving so old to as her well. yep once to her um so my kids have been watching a lot i've been watching a lot um when you mentioned they've been watching the Pixar ones that you don't own, we don't own cars Two. Alden watched the first 20, 25 minutes and he turned it off. And it's like, so that's why we don't own cars too.
0: I watched like, the whole thing uh, the other day.
1: <laughs> it's not,
0: it's better than what you think.
1: Horrible. It's better than good dinosaur. Anywho. I agree. So they've been watching a lot of, um, Stuff that was before their time, like Lizzie McGuire, things like that, Hannah Montana. Oh, we did. Stuff have that, that on, they just yeah. missed out on. Um, the girls have been watching that. Alden's been watching, like, uh, remember the Titans, The Rookie, um, those, like, the, all the sports movies that, you know, get you just right in the, the old gut all the time. Uh,
0: Mighty Ducks does not come out till like, June of 2020 for some reason.
1: Yeah. Well, probably because we just saw Mighty Ducks 2 on HBO. The other night, so that's probably why it's not on there.
0: That was the number one movie I wanted to watch with my with my son, so. Declan, and I'm really kind of frustrated. We watched the trailer for all three of them, but yeah, we have to wait a little bit to yeah. watch the actual movie.
1: So – and then uh, my kids have been encouraging – so like Samantha is a classroom helper in a kindergarten classroom. So Samantha's in eighth grade. She's helping out in a kindergarten room. She's encouraging all these kindergartners to go home and watch Handy Manny and Little Einsteins because that's what she watched when she was their age. Um, And she is disappointed that the imagination movers are not on there yet. Um, But – Word has it maybe they will eventually. Like that's going to be something added down the road. So can't wait to see the Imagination Movers on there. I have been enjoying like the Imagineering story. If you haven't watched that and you're listening to this show, I'm concerned for you because it's fantastic. And you should absolutely watch the Imagineering story. It's exactly what you want a documentary about Imagineers to be
0: that is what has been number one on my list but i want it to be a a show where my wife and i watch together and and she had to leave town she had to go to disney world without me so we will watch that as soon as she gets back and maybe do a patreon episode from there
1: yeah michelle watched them on the plane so yeah but they're fantastic without each other yeah your marriage
0: is that solid ours is not we have to do it together
1: 17 years, Derek. It's long enough to watch things separately.
0: Okay. Good to Maybe know. Maybe even
1: the... on separate devices in the same room at some point. <laughs> I love it. It's well, that's the great thing about
0: Disney Plus is you're able to watch it on separate devices. We've had yeah. it on the TV upstairs, downstairs, the uh, iPad. It's, yeah, it's great. I think there are only like yeah. five, though. so
1: Four. They're... You can stream For four, four things at once, yeah. So when a family of five, it gets... It gets a little dicey at times but uh yeah let us know what you're watching let us know what you're enjoying i of course watched uh swiss family robinson
0: oh of course you did
1: that's one of my i think when i did the lightning round i said or we were talking about movies i said swiss family robinson so of course i watched that and it holds up it's just as fantastic today as it was when i was a child I will
0: put that on my list
1: now Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea i've tried three different times to like Get into it. I've fallen asleep all three times.
0: I've had that. I may have done that one time, Doug, so far. So,
1: I'm. I think I'm done. I just feel like I should watch it because it's so many attractions in all the different parks around the world based off of it, and like all of Tomorrowland in Paris is like twenty thousand leagues under a sea we type of. We could do thing it
0: together on the airplane in June.
1: If I need a good nap, there so. we go. <laughs> all right. Disney Plus, let us know what you're watching.
0: Disney Plus, talking more about The Mandalorian in the post-show, but Doug, let's get on to the actual topic of today's show, which is the pressure at Disney. Yeah. Because, as you it's... know, it's, it's expensive to go to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any of the Disney parks, and people can spend months and even years planning the perfect Disney vacation. Heck, it can be a a once-in-a-lifetime kind of vacation. Uh And it's understandable that, you know, some things that you want to go perfectly don't always go perfectly. So we're going to talk about, you know, how to cope with those kind of situations.
1: Yeah, that pressure. The pressure to have perfection. So when something doesn't happen right, oh, it's devastating. So in... This was our topic for tonight, and today we got a message on Instagram, and I'm going to summarize it. It's from Jen, and basically they're planning a trip for February, their first Walt Disney World trip in February 2020. So you put that word first, that's a lot of pressure, That's a lot of pressure. I'm already concerned. And they're listening to the show, so thank you for listening, Jen. But you have all these things you want to check off while they're there you want to get all these things accomplished. So um, her question was, she was listening to episode 164, where we're talking about things we take for granted. And we're talking about, I think the busing system and how there's times we take Uber to rope drops. So she's like, do we really need to do that? And in her, her question, she mentions fear of missing out. Right. And that, that is the perfect phrase to summarize what we're talking about. The, the fear of missing out. And so, yeah, we take Uber sometimes for especially extra magic hour Ubers in the morning to make sure we're towards the front of the pack. Because if you wait on a bus, you may not be right on the rope. Right, Derek? I mean, that's
0: yeah, pretty exactly. sound advice, some right? Of the, yeah. Some of the buses are inconsistent to say the least. So if it works out that you have children not too small – Taking an Uber is not a bad thing. It's only a few dollars. There's a lot of drivers down there. But if you do have that fear of missing out, it might be worth the few extra dollars, even though it is an expensive trip already, to get those couple extra attractions in.
1: Yeah, and so she was talking about the Magic Kingdom. And so when you go to Extra Magic Hours at Magic Kingdom, it opens at 8. Well... When you're trying to get to just a regular rope drop at 9, the buses run like at 7.30 in the morning way early, right? Because they have to get people to breakfast at 8. Well, when they move extra magic hours and open at 8, breakfast doesn't change. So people don't need or have to get there any earlier, but the people that are going to be on the rope are there earlier. Now, the rope isn't that important at Magic Kingdom unless you're doing mine train. If you're going to space or somewhere else, it's not quite as Critical, but for Mine Train, it definitely is. Yep, and of course, take that Uber to the Contemporary, not to, not to the TTC, because that would be bad.
0: I yes, exactly. So you can walk that five minute walk over. Good tip, and yeah, uh, yeah fear missing out. So yeah, hit up Mind Train, hit up Space, hit up all the fun things, and uh, it's great how much you can get done if you are on
1: the rope. Thus, rope drop radio. Yeah. So I think the first big pressure thing that a lot of people have is they want to try to do everything they make too big a list like each day there's too much to do and so one way we fail at this like especially so now when we go we know we're going back so that takes a lot of the pressure off right i'm just i'm gonna go back like
0: every three months
1: Right, I'm going to take that off the table because you're thinking that right now as you listen like, well, what do you care if you miss out? You're always there. Yeah, absolutely. But there was a time where we went once every other year. Um, and so like I remember we really wanted the kids to swim. And somehow it just never happened because it rained the two different times that we were going to go swim. And just it was devastation. It was like it ruined the trip for a while. But we, we had to work really hard to not let that ruin what was coming next and so that was an example of when we had something planned that never happened in a week-long trip you have a whole week you think oh we're surely gonna get everything in yeah not even close so just be prepared that you're not gonna do everything you think you're gonna do so what's what's happened to your family in the past Derek where you thought you get more things checked off and you didn't quite get there
0: well it's funny that you brought up swim because we go in February quite a bit and uh, it rains and sometimes it's a little cooler. So we have missed swimming uh, a couple times and we've also missed uh, fireworks a few times because of rain and because of weather and they just cancel them. In fact, this last Halloween, we're uh, doing the Mickey's Not So Scary and they did show the projection, but they didn't show the fireworks. And so that has happened uh, for us as well. So sometimes Disney just does things and weather and it's out of your control and I think that's mm-hmm. a big thing I wanted to hit up on is that sometimes crap happens and you just got to roll with it
1: yeah and there's there's times on my last trip where I'm thinking you know if this was my once in a lifetime trip this would have really stunk yep, to have I've that happen that like the so fireworks and I'm so thankful that I'm not on a once in a lifetime trip and that I have a tomorrow but you also never know Mm -hmm. things can change in life so that is in the back of my head i never know you never know when you're actually going to be back so it does stink when you miss out but you have to work really hard on not over planning um i think maybe plan and then have a few things like "Ah, if we get to that it'd be great but don't like bank on it do have your mindset set where like that'd be great but we're not guaranteed to get there on the over planning
0: have some audibles maybe yeah. If We don't get to this. At least we got to this and this. I know with uh-huh. Star Wars coming out, my fear is that Rise of the Resistance goes down at any point, uh. like in its operation, because there's going to be so many Star Wars fanatics who make a pilgrimage, like once in a lifetime, and they get there, kind of like Flight of Passage. Uh, yeah. What was that week? First week or second week, day like eight, it was down for a whole day. And here people whole are making their you know, once-in-a-lifetime trip for this one ride, and it's done for a whole day. So that really does scare me for uh, Rise of the Resistance.
1: Yeah, let's just not say that out loud, no, Derek. I, okay, my bad. Knock on wood. It's my fear of missing out right there. Man, geez, this hits home. There's a lot of pressure to try to have the perfect trip. And one way we've helped deal with some of the disappointment when things can't happen is we just straight up don't tell our kids what we have planned.
0: Amen. I love it. Like
1: they have no idea what today, tomorrow holds other than like we tell them where we're staying and we might tell them where we're rope dropping the oh, next you day. Tell them,
0: I don't even tell them where we're staying.
1: Well, my kids ask a lot of questions Well, they now. are
0: older and they've been and then to like they ever resort, I get they it. They
1: give a lot of opinions when we don't book the resort they want to book, and then we ask them how much they're chipping in, and then they get quiet again. But like we don't tell them we have like a dessert party booked. In case it does downpour, there's nothing worse than a dessert party with no fireworks, you know, and things like that and we don't ever promise them a dollop Whip. you know, we don't say, "Oh, want. Two o'clock on Tuesday. Well, that's when we're getting a dole whip.
0: They should always get a dole whip, though. I mean, when does the dole whip machine ever go down?
1: I'm sure it's happened.
0: Maybe I. I uh, Maybe. If that has ever happened to you on a trip, please let us know because I'm now concerned that that would happen.
1: That would they be gotta bad. Have like June. a backup. If that machine. goes down June of 2020, I just I don't know. We have gotta reschedule the trip.
0: Okay, so we'll have to do another trip. I'm See, sure our wives the, will the completely understand. So once in a lifetime, every other year trip. So uh, I do (laughs) like that you bring that up. There is something really nice that we forget and we take it uh, granted of is that we go often. So my family does a once a year trip. Yours guys go once every three months. So it's, it's very not hard. That much. Yeah, It's quite a bit, they, but it is like when I have to think about people who do that once a lifetime or once every 10 years, mm-hmm. it is a different mindset to really come into where, you know, one negative thing can really, uh, impact their vacation and we're going to get to some of those here in a minute and we're going to give strategies with how to handle it but yeah i've seen it many times where one thing has really impacted a complete vacation
1: and then you let it snowball and just destroy everything the rest the rest yep. your day or the rest of your afternoon and you know and especially if you're traveling with people like that tension helps like gets between families and then you never talk to each other again, which may or may not be a good thing depending on your family.
0: Is that but Disney or Christmas? i
1: ever, I okay, think that's all times, but Anytime you know.
0: families get together.
1: Yeah. So let's, let's run through some, uh, a few things that can derail a trip and how to handle them. You're up first, Derek.
0: Go all right. You it. want me to read through these for you?
1: Yeah. You, you read them. I'll and the read them. You, okay. So
0: uh, the first one that we've heard quite a bit on this show is that a kid has an accident in an outfit, and it could be a matching outfit, Doug. Uh,
1: see, that's like the extra trump card on top of getting an accident. When we say accident, I'm going to define accident. I've I've seen accidents of all sorts. Pee from... poop food. Got it. Yeah. Oh, and even animal poop. We've had birds poop on us before there. Wow. Yeah, so... That's one that
0: has not happened to me yet. Knock on... Where's my... Hold on. Knock on things. Go. There we go. Yeah, that I mean... That is totally not wood, by the way, for our listeners. You're in trouble it now. It is metal as can be.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, your pictures are ruined. So, I think we have a picture of us after Ohana at Epcot. We're all in our Husker gear. Alden just huge stain on the front of his jersey and like at the time i think it was really hard on michelle to go out in public with this kid with a massive i think it was chocolate milk mixed with a little bit of mac and cheese you know he was like four and just massive stain the whole front of him and we still went to epcot we still got our picture taken and looking back at the picture, now we make fun of Alden. At the time, nobody was laughing. And I wish we could have kind of been a little more positive about it because here we were at Ohana um, back in September, and who spilled a whole thing, a steak down the front of them? Alden. Was he wearing a Husker jersey? hmm Did we go that, get that a family picture? That explains
0: a lot with how we played the last few weeks, just
1: saying. Yeah, he's just kind of dumping it on top of himself. So, yeah, it's all Alden's fault, but it's kind of funny. He's we, we go to Ohana wearing Husker clothing, and Alden will spill something on him. And we when it happened, we laughed at him this time because we're like, seriously, is this, a, is this a reoccurring thing now? Once every five years you're going to do this? So there you go. He ruined that outfit, and uh, we we've had a matching outfit go down so then one family member doesn't match. And so rather than um, crying about it, we just made fun of them the rest of the day. I'm sure that's not going to raise the psychiatry bill later in life.
0: No, but it's just part of being at Disney. Sometimes stuff happens and you just kind of got to roll with it. Uh, One of the great things with us is when we've had a kid have an accident, Disney has some amazing baby care centers and they will take care of you and help you get a change of clothes and help clean you up and help – Uh, If you're crying at the time, they'll help consult you. It's like free therapy. And so uh, take advantage of those. And it it really can be a blessing onto your vacation. And you look back on it 10 years from now and laugh at all the spills. I know we have a, my son's rope drop radio shirt is more, I don't know how many different foods have been on it (laughs) versus what is actually on the shirt. Thank goodness for some uh, cleaning products that my wife sells, but it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's just part of being at Disney. Kids spill things all the time. Yeah, adults you know, do too. For the record, yeah,
1: and like Alden. This is a theme. At our first Christmas party, we went to. He threw up all over himself right as fireworks ended. We ended up in the kids, the child care center. It ended our night early. We didn't make it to the late. You know, devastating. However, he got a whole new outfit, and for the next three years, he wore those sweatpants that he got that night every time he was sick. And one, like there was a few times where like. Why are you wearing those sweatpants? I don't feel good. He'd just go put on his sick pants with his Mickey Mouse sweatpants. He wore them probably a little longer than he should have to where the pants were so tight. That might have been why he didn't feel good, but you know. There you go. Well, that's a good transition into our next
0: one is sick kids. And this actually happened to one of our listeners not too long ago uh, where they had to be in the uh, not the ER, but they were pretty much quarantined during their once in a lifetime vacation. And uh, during that time is just mm-hmm. I suggested, hey, mom, stay for a little bit. Dad, stay for a little bit. Uh, yeah. That way, the kid is always being taken care of. The siblings get a full Disney vacation. But kids get sick. Mine is sick right now as I speak. And it's just, yeah. you got to roll with it. And yeah, it sucks so bad. But there is still ways to have fun. And thank goodness if you're staying on property, you can watch pretty much Disney Plus all the time and uh, in your resort yeah. and still have fun there.
1: Yeah, and speaking of fear of missing out, this the kids, it's hard on the kids too. Yep. They don't want to be sick at Disney. So definitely don't don't uh you know get on them or anything but yeah we had to take Sam to urgent care as you heard in our last trip report and she at one point was in tears because she didn't get to rope drop at the Magic Kingdom. And I mean here's somebody that how many times has she rope dropped at the Magic Kingdom? And it's still she wants to be there rope dropping at the Magic Kingdom. And she's like, I miss mine train. I miss this. I'm like, yeah, but we're gonna get better. You can go tomorrow. You know, that sort of thing. And she was eventually fine, but we got to spend the lovely morning at urgent care and it happens and it, it stinks. But instead of letting it ruin, we let Michelle and the other two went to the park. We split up
0: Yep. and
1: good. while we were on our way back, Michelle went into city hall and said, Hey, they missed these fast passes because she had to go to urgent care. Is there anything we can do to get her on space mountain and on mine train and, And, uh, they gave us five anytime, any attraction, or they gave us three, but five, one for each of us, uh, fast passes. So it's worth asking if you're the parent that's getting to enjoy the park too, to help make up or a little bit of magic.
0: That's a great bonus tip. We actually had something similar when my son Declan was having a meltdown and a cast member gave us cut and line passes pretty much for anything. So, um... Disney will go above me on to make sure they know they know how much you're spending. So don't ever complain to a cast member that you know, hey, mm-hmm. you know how much this costs. They know yeah, exactly. They know. And they are going to work with you to make sure you have a wonderful vacation, no matter what is happening for sure. And, and yeah, crap happens.
1: When you ask, you know. Don't go in expecting anything. Yes, that that's for sure because it doesn't always happen. And the way you ask has a lot to do with it. Like you said, Derek, if you point out how much you spent, that's probably going to just instantly get you less and less sympathy.
0: That's true. You know,
1: I mean, just you just explain what's happened, and uh, you know, a sad child. If someone can look sad, that always helps as well. That's
0: good. Yep.
1: Yeah, but Sam wasn't there to look sad. She wouldn't have looked that sad. She's 14. No 14-year-old looks sad. They just look like a teenager that you want to They're just send away. They're
0: annoyed at everything. Yeah,
1: yep. Okay, moving on. Moving, moving
0: on. on. One that has happened so many times to everyone, I think every single person this has happened to, is that there's a closed attraction. Here's the thing. Disney is 24-7, oh, 365. No. Attractions have to go down. They go down unexpectedly, sometimes expectantly. And... It just will interfere with no matter when you plan a vacation, it mm-hmm. will happen. And instead of putting all of your, you know, just thoughts into that, ah, just roll with it. Be like, well, that sucks. Let's move on to the next thing.
1: Yeah. And there's two different ways this gets you is like closed day of unexpectedly. That really stinks when mm-hmm. you're devoted time to get there. Happened to us at Dumbo back when the kids were teeny tiny devastation tears all around not just our children uh we just it was closed. we went on to peter pan and then we went to winnie the pooh and then it was open and we stood in line it was not magical standing in line but the other way it gets you is you can know for months something is closed right for refurbishments and there's people that i have seen just lose their mind that something is closed and not open. It's like, it's been published that this is going to be closed for these dates for months. And you'll see people in the park just losing it. It's like, so pay attention to what's under refurbishment so that you have the expectation like, Oh, space mountain is going to be down our entire trip. So when we went to Paris, we had heard a ton about how great space mountain was in Paris. Right. I mean, it is, it is great. I was told I could not do it or I would die. It's that good. But it was down except for the very last day of our trip. So we had to hope it actually opened back up on time. And it did, thank goodness. So there you go. That's good.
0: Now, other attractions have gone down. Like we were talking about earlier, Flight of Passage being down for that Mm -hmm. one whole day. And whatever happens with Star Wars, and it can really hinder a trip. But honestly, you're still at Disney. There's still a bajillion other rides to enjoy. So go enjoy those. And then hopefully sometimes they come back online or, like you said, plan in advance and know what's happening. We and, go every February. There's always, that's like yeah, ma- major refurbishment. lot of stuff Everything's down. down.
1: Yeah, everything. Basically, anything fun is closed, so Derek can't go on it. And we talk a lot about touring plans. Of course, we've had you know Lynn Testa on, and Seth and Lillian, and they're all touring plans people in their books, right in the back. You have touring plans, and so that puts a lot of pressure on you to go boom, 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 boom. And when step like two or three is not working right, just take a deep breath, move on to the next step. And it's just the way life is. Don't let the pressure of doing that touring plan ruin the rest of your day.
0: I like it. One thing uh, I'm going to go into our next is uh, one that drives me nuts is when I can't find my ADR. And there's a lot of pressure when you're booking dining 180 days in advance, which is Mm -hmm. hard for me and hard for my kids. Like, hey, what do you want to eat six months from now? No, you make it. You don't tell them. But I've had this where my dining reservation has gone missing Mm
1: -hmm. and I'm
0: in panic mode.
1: Yeah, I don't. The for some reason the IT department at the Walt Disney Company is questionable, right? Like my Disney experience is extremely questionable. Uh, I had
0: one where I had a whole trip where, or not a whole trip, a whole day where the whole app was gone for a day.
1: Yeah, and I was you like, had Sorry. no. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's times always kind of be watching your ADR, maybe make sure you write down the... Write things down. That's the what number. To. Yep. Yeah, like they give you a confirmation number. Um, Unlike when I pay my bills on the phone and they read back like a 20-digit number and I just like, okay, thanks, and I hang up, I should probably write that down in case for some reason the payment doesn't go through and I want to dispute late charges. However, I don't because I'm lazy. Same thing with ADRs. I actually write those numbers down because... Their computer system is sketchy. so uh, And if you do lose something and say you're still a few months out and you can't find anywhere, you call them. Nobody can help you. Um, once again, use uh, touring plans. Join their website, and they have a reservation finder, and it actually works really well. That's how we got our Ohana for this last trip was using the reservation finder.
0: Ooh, I like it. So, On
1: mm-hmm.
0: my first booking ever, Disney vacation with a family, we lost our ADR. And know what I did? I texted you, your wife, and oh. she had the confirmation number. She texted me back, and we were able to get in that way. So use a travel agent. She knows more than I do with things. So you're right. I did not write down all the numbers. Now I do. I actually take screenshots of everything, and I keep, uh, keep them on my phone so I know I have them, mm-hmm. especially if you get Because we did have that one time where we went to be our guest, and they're like, huh? and I'm like, hey, here's my phone. Ah, and it was like we just showed up a few minutes too early. Uh, And so it worked out. So just make sure you have those always with you because, Mm -hmm. yes, Disney – here's the thing. Cast members, Disney, they make mistakes too. Computers make mistakes. Your ADRs aren't completely missing. We just got to find where they're at and make sure everyone's accountable.
1: Yeah, and be calm and patient because there is a ton of pressure on dining because you've been waiting six months to eat somewhere. Nowhere else in life have you ever waited six months to eat somewhere. Uh, I mean, I've been waiting to go back
0: to Ohana for like a year and a half now.
1: Exactly. So that puts a little bit of pressure on that, doesn't yes. it? Yes.
0: Next time so, I go there, better be a 10 out of 10 again. That puts a lot of pressure on their cooks.
1: It puts a lot of pressure on the server, the seat, the table you get, yes, the exactly. people around you. Like You could have a family get sat down next to you that annoys you. Just all kinds of things. That can ruin That's your vacation. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, going back to I didn't even think about that. Garden vacation Grill. ruined.
0: That uh, when we went back to Garden Grill for the second time, it was like I I realized I put a lot of pressure on that meal because I had talked it up so much to my wife, and it worked out. So, but the drink didn't. My favorite drink was not hers. So a lot of pressure failed. Anyway, mm. back on topic, a big one that we have heard so many times is what happens if it rains. Doug, you get wet. It's Florida. You get wet. It rains. Yeah. Uh, I learned from my honeymoon that I did not realize it rained in Florida. So if you don't know that (laughs) it does happen, pack a poncho. Uh, Know that it will probably rain sometime on your vacation. If you're going to Florida In California, it does rain as well there too. Not as often. But weather does hinder a trip, whether it's a once in a lifetime or every year, you will have weather issues.
1: Yeah, and there's still plenty open, plenty to do. So look at the rain as a positive because a lot of people are just going to go like, eh, and roll over, hit snooze. And if you get up and you go in the rain, you're going to have a great time. You're going to get a little wet. It's going to be a little sloppy, going to get humid, but you're going to get a lot done. There's also the other type of rain that just comes through in the afternoon, pours for a while, and then it's gone. Just be smart with that. Be back at your room for a little break. Or go on the jungle cruise with Doug McKnight. That is what happens on rope drop trips. Um, yeah, I. And there's one seat not covered, Derek, and it was where Always they put me. I'm like, twice! It was like two times! The, the line wasn't even big. Like, why did anybody need to sit there? I'm, I'm thinking, we'll wait for the next boat. But no, no, I'm going to sit in this puddle and be, ugh. But it did not
0: ruin our rope drop radio trip, Doug. No, no, because... It made me laugh, and I'm
1: still talking about it years later. Right? We made a lot of jokes about it, but I love the Jungle Cruise, so I put pressure on the Jungle Cruise. Like, I want a good skipper, and... This last trip, I had maybe my best skipper I've ever had. And halfway through, I turned towards Michelle, and before I could say something, she goes, "This girl's really good." I was like, "Okay, it's not just me thinking that." Because maybe I've—I was worried I forgot what good was because I've mm. had so many really bad ones lately.
0: I've only had one really bad skipper.
1: We've we've had a few in a row, an
0: average, but yeah, one bad.
1: Other than this last one, the one before that, Michelle. There, she leaned over, and she's like. If you just get up and take the microphone, you'd save us all.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's a lot of pressure, Doug.
1: Oh, I'd be fine. You'd I'd do be it fine. okay. Yeah, I mean, the the butterflies are the ruler of the jungle. Wings grow up to twelve inches.
0: We are getting off topic. It rains okay. on the jungle, but yeah, it's gonna rain on your trip. So just be prepared, pack ponchos. Yeah, one of our early trips with the family, we had Magic Kingdom to ourselves for the first hour, hour and a half after rope drop because everyone did that. They pushed snooze and we got so much done. So when it's raining in the morning, we now look at it as a positive because we know that the numbers are going to be down quite a bit and we're going to get a lot done. So we look forward to the rain.
1: And now the iPhones and other phones are water resistant.
0: Nope, not mine. Remember mine went out that once. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, most people's, they're water resistant. I'm not saying waterproof, but like you don't have to worry as much about getting them out to take a picture. Because it's kind of funny looking back at our older trips. It's like, how come we don't have any pictures of like the third day we were there? Like we don't have a picture until 8 o'clock at night. And it's like oh, that was the day it rained, so we just don't have any pictures of it. Now we have some pictures, and in in between those two time frames, we put our phone in a baggie and took pictures through the baggie, which doesn't make my photography much worse.
0: No, you're terrible no matter what. Doug is a bad photographer. I like those, is this Michelle's picture or Doug's picture? So um, I think that kind of leads into our next topic, and that's you're looking for that really great picture. Mm -hmm. maybe in Mm -hmm. front of the castle, maybe from one of the attractions, and Uh there is a crane there or any other kind of uh, construction thing, a lot of border walls. Construction walls. Yeah, they're going at Epcot everywhere. You can't even get a nice picture there. And so you're looking for that family picture in front Uh of the castle, and there's a crane there or something hindering. Guess what? It's hindering everyone. It's a -a Mm once-in-a-lifetime trip. Just take the picture, and there's other places to take a picture, but that shouldn't be something that really, frustrates straight to you uh now with photoshop
1: now i probably could
0: get rid probably. of the
1: crane in the, crane in the ca- next to the castle is going to be there for about three months of the year
0: yeah putting Put up, up christmas light, lights, especially christmas lights and, and
1: taking yep. down christmas like so basically all of your halloween pictures will involve a crane next to it and don't let the crane ruin your vacation when we were at epcot on our we did four parks one day and we needed a picture with spaceship earth well with all the construction walls like it's hard to do it's not the no, easiest it's, it's, it's
0: impossible now. and
1: so much. we were back kind of on the way to uh world showcase kind of halfway through that walkway and behind us there was a construction wall and a lady offered to take our picture as we were very poorly taking a selfie to try to get in. She took a picture. She's like, oh, but there's that bulldozer sticking up over the wall that you can see. And we're like, oh, it's okay. It adds to the character. She's like, are you sure? Because your Epcot pictures forever going to have this bulldozer. And we're like,
0: Epcot forever.
1: We're good. Yeah. Epcot forever. Yeah. You know, she was, I think she was a regular, I think she was there a lot and she was worried about our once in a lifetime picture in Epcot where we are just thinking like, we need to get this picture and get to Hollywood studios so we can do four parks today. But yeah, she was all worried about the bulldozer. It's true, sure, though,
0: and Epcot is a bad park to go to right now if you're looking for that kind of picture, but it's just something that you're going to deal with. My wife, her first picture in front of the Walt Disney World cat, uh, the, the castle was during the <laughs> birthday celebration, so oh. it's got the cake and mm. icing, and now we look at that, and it's one of my favorite pictures oh, that hilarious. she has. She shared it many times on, on our social medias, and so you never know. A picture's going to come back and be funny later or something, but yeah, enjoy it. It's a picture. Yeah.
1: Don't don't cancel your trip because the castle is going to be a birthday cake, basically. I mean, Michelle has had people cancel when they get the notification that a pool is closed really? at the resort, and like, yeah, she's people have moved vacations and for all kinds of crazy things. It's like, have they moved because of Elton John? Oh. Let's talk about Elton John for a second. How many times did you move that cruise because of Elton John concert? Well, we It was like seven, it, it
0: was, We moved the cruise like four times, but yeah. once because Elton John. And ironically, he's coming back to Lincoln back. for a final yeah. show one yeah, more time. One. So I know my wife's listening to this. I know she's going to go to that concert. We could have went on an extra day cruise back uh-huh. last uh-huh. year. Just letting you know.
1: Yep. Yeah, that that's where I was, it's like, because that was... I it remember, didn't ruin our cruise, though, it Doug. Was, it was
0: still a wonderful cruise. Okay. I loved every minute of it.
1: Could've it's just hilarious. Yes. John's doing another farewell tour.
0: That's true, <laughs> and it did not ruin my trip anyway. Though I, I did note, I looked up the dates real quick because I did. If I saw that Elton John was going to come on our next cruise, we were not moving that oh. cruise for uh, that cruise <laughs> is a double dip castaway. That's not no, moving for any reason. That one
1: I would love to go on, but for some reason, my kids you have over to go to Madison for if she
0: chose uh, Elton John. So. There's that one. Here's another one, Doug, that people complain about quite a bit. Ruins the trip when they get cut in front of in line.
1: That that does it to me. That's where I lose it. I've
0: seen Inner Doug come out.
1: Yeah. And then it takes me a while to. Except my favorite is
0: when uh, we got cut in line when we were at um, Test Track. And it was like by some eight year old girl who beat us. And we had to get yeah. her props. I was like, you know what? There's times that uh, you know what you did it. Congrats. And
1: I don't even think her parents knew where she was at for a while, no. which was alarming. Yes. And they're like, oh, she's up there. Oh, okay. And like, you don't deserve to walk past us. She's fine. The yeah. rest of we'll the family. We'll go with her. I don't care. Yeah, she should have been our she third a in our world. She could have been on the show. Should have been the family. Not so much. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, the cut in line. I got to remember to take a deep breath, Mm -hmm. mutter things on my breath, which I know they should hear. That's called your inner
0: dog. If that ever happens to you, that is what my wife and I say. Oh, your inner dog's coming out. You just got to let it go.
1: Like Yeah, because you have to stand next to him in line. (sighs) Yeah, it was nice in France. They couldn't all understand me.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, that worked out well. But you never knew who could and who couldn't until after you said it. And I'm sure they cut in line there just like
0: they do oh, everywhere.
1: That was it was way worse there. Way worse, and they're usually smoking as they did it. So.
0: So, yeah, All if right. someone cuts in line, it's not the end of the world. Uh it happens. And sometimes it, sometimes the cast member will actually call them out on it. I've seen it once at a either. Disney California
1: Adventure. Yeah, and you know, usually it's not going to make you take, like, another hour to get on the attraction or anything like that. It's, you know. Yep. One Wait, ride how many back. times did
0: we get cut in line when we are going to um, Flight of Passage on oh, that what? rope drop trip? Probably uh, 30 people. We're all going to the same. We it's all... like the same group. We're all going to be on the same yep. uh, uh, showing of Flight of Passage, guys. Yeah, Let's calm down a little bit.
1: No reason to elbow your way to the front of that. Oh, my gosh. All... And to be honest, you don't want to be the first ones in because that's going to put you at the end.
0: Yep, exactly. And you and I were in the middle. It worked out You're perfect. perfect. We're like, Okay, everyone's cutting Fine us. Cut. Though, yeah. I think, was it you and I that were in a Toy Story slinky dog and we had like the family of 17 cut in front of us?
1: Yeah, that was. Like, oh,
0: this is my family. This is my cousin. This is my friend. I was like, wow, how many people are in this family?
1: I'm pretty sure I said fairly loud, like, you should wait for your whole group to enter. You
0: did. Your inner Doug came out.
1: Yeah, and that time I did not care. Because that was ridiculous. I I get it. If you leave kind of like one straggler behind, especially if the family's like mad at them, then I'm a little happier about it. Or they apologize. But usually they just feel so entitled that my inner Doug gets very frustrated, mad, and ruins my day for a little bit and i need to quit putting yeah, so much pressure so, on
0: not too much pressure doug
1: <sighs> okay but you're
0: still at the most magical place on earth enjoy it so Have final to... well it depends no, okay. on where you're magical. going magical okay. happy depends, depends on, on where we're, we're going cut yes uh the final one is one i think you directed right at me and that's mm-hmm. bus karma doug Sometimes you get to the bus stop in the morning and you just miss it by mere seconds. How yeah. many times has that happened to me? I've lost count. Is it yeah. going to ruin my trip? Has it ruined a couple rope drops mm. a little mm. bit, but yeah. you know what? My kids have now gotten to a place where they understand that it's every 20 minutes. They can look in the board. They can see the wait time. I know to uh, let my inner dog kind of be okay. We're still going to get to the park at a good time if we're going early, but yeah, the uh, bus thing has been a big challenge for me
1: not yeah. to ruin a trip. Especially when it comes to Halloween parties for you, sir.
0: Oh, that was ridiculous. Because
1: is... I think you're always surprised at how busy the buses are for Halloween yes, parties. it's happened Two Halloween insane. parties now. They're always insane because it's basically everybody trying to go to the Magic Kingdom at one time.
0: As soon as my littlest is old enough for a Lyft or Uber, we're doing that for any kind of party from now on. We're still, like, five years away from that, for the record.
1: Stay at the Contemporary. That's that the only too. other option.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, buses yeah. can be a challenging thing, and uh, you never know what's going on. We had a construction thing. We were staying at the Caribbean Beach, so our buses, instead of 20 minutes, were more like 40 minutes, but we just we did not let it ruin our vacation. Yeah. It sucks, but we adapt. Okay. You look at the, uh, you look at your strategies. Okay. If we miss this at road drop, what are we going to do instead? And you just kind of plan from there.
1: Yeah. I think the basic gist is we're trying not to put too much pressure yeah. on every little thing of the trip to where one thing can snowball and just ruining everything. Yes. There's a lot of pressure. You spend a lot of money. You Spend a lot of time invested. This is the once in a lifetime, once in a year, once every other year. You want it to be perfect. Just know that it's not. Enjoy what you get to do. Enjoy how it goes. Enjoy the process. Remember that eventually, looking back, those moments that went wrong are probably what you're going to laugh about when you're sitting around playing cards at Christmas 10 years down the road and people bring up Alden's stains on his shirt from Ohana. Because he'll probably have a stain on his shirt when he's an adult, has his own children, who has a stain on this shit, shirt, and ugh, it'll be bad.
0: That's you know, how it's life It's going to be
1: genetic, yeah. I can see that happening.
0: No, that's perfect. Too much pressure. That's definitely uh, what a lot of us do, especially when you're spending time and money on going to this once in a lifetime. I think the biggest tip, though, we can give to get a lot of uh, pressure
1: released is go to Rope Drop. Yeah absolutely because it gets you can do more in your morning than this is what you have to keep remembering you want to do it all right but you're not getting it. but remember that if you go to rope drop and you knock out a bunch of attractions that are open you know you're gonna have you more get done pictures too right without the crane than maybe the man. average guest does in a whole day you'll already be ahead you don't so have then time look to spill at,
0: stuff on your shirt
1: yeah, you have time for all that. Where everybody else that rolls in at noon, they're they're so far behind you, you've already won. Take the pressure off. You're you've won Disney by noon. From noon on, it's just all gravy.
0: There you go. Rope drop. I wanted to tie in the theme of the whole show oh, with it. Yeah.
1: That so, makes sense. It does. Good Rope job, Drop Derek. Radio. That's, that was Congratulations. So,
0: uh, yeah, so there you go. That's uh, some things to be able to help you take some pressure off your trip. And no matter what, uh, it's going to be fun. You're going to have a good time. I've gone on one of the busiest days of the year and only got like five, six attractions done. I still had fun. So that's it. Have fun. Enjoy your time at, the, uh, mm-hmm. at whatever park you're at.
1: Yeah. Don't, uh, don't live with the fear of missing out because you're not going to miss out on something because you're doing something. Make those your memories. Make that Amen. what you're enjoying.
0: Love it. And the best way to help is to use a travel agent. She'll take so much of the pressure off, and that's why we book every time with Michelle McKnight. She uh, is the rope drop queen. She helps us with ADRs and understanding what fast passes to get. And she takes a lot of the pressure off, including when I don't know my ADR. She sends me the number, and it's great. So I highly recommend using Michelle to book all of your Walt Disney World vacations.
1: Awesome. And speaking of ADRs, did Madison and Olivia make it to the Brown Derby tonight? I know oh, they, they were stuck. they did.
0: Yeah, we were texting okay. that earlier. So they got t- stuck on Toy Story Midway Mania, and they ended up getting to Brown Derby 20, 25 minutes late. And my wife said it's one of the best meals. She had the Cobb, the famous oh, uh, Cobb salad, and it was wonderful. So we'll hear more about that in next week's bonus episode.
1: All right. Awesome.
0: All right, and that is all the time that we have for this week's Rope Drop Radio. We have to get back to our kids. Who knows if they're surviving without us? I don't know.
1: They may have destroyed the house. I have not heard any. I'm
0: I'm in a soundproof kind of like audio room, Doug. You're in your basement. Yeah. Yeah, who knows what's going on upstairs. I might hang out down here for a little bit.
1: Yeah, we can just pretend you're, like you're that. still we'll on the show. I like that. talking.
0: Perfect. Yeah. So no pressure on us uh, with mm-hmm. our wives out of town to take care of our kids. No. Uh, it's been great, and we are glad that our wives got to have that time without their husbands. No pressure on them. They need mm-hmm. kind of time without us for sure.
1: Yeah, Michelle didn't have to worry about any inner Doug coming out and ruining a vacation.
0: Yep, and she, I know uh, m- Madison didn't have to worry about me pushing her at like 5 a.m. to get to rope drop on time.
1: Hey, but she was making rope drop she there. She did. I'm, I'm an, pretty I'm impressed.
0: I am. I'm very I, proud. But like she got to rope drop and it's great. Like me, I would have no, annoyed her in the hotel room for an hour before we would have left to make sure we got the rope drop.
1: Yeah. That She probably appreciated not having that. We
0: will talk more about that in our bonus episode next week. But that is all the time that we have for this week's episode. So hopefully you didn't feel too much pressure. But we want to hear some of what you think adds a lot of pressure to uh, Disney traveling. And so if we miss something, let us know uh, in the comments. And of course, we're going to put on Twitter and all the social medias. But for... uh, Oh, and also... Thank you, Patreons, for National Patreon Day. If you're not a Patreon, be sure to do that. And we're going to continue with reviews next week. So go on to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And I think that's everything for this week's episode. We gotta get back to our kids. So for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.